Christiana Pearson and Edwarda Tomia, thank you very much indeed for talking to the Cambridge Judge Business School podcast series today here at the CBAM WPP Distinguished Lecture and Panel, China and the Rise of the BRICS. We're at this very buzzy conference. You stepped into the breach and, and you told us what you thought of Brazil's future. Edwardo, do you agree that, that Brazil is very much, if you like, the underestimated partner in the rise of the BRICS? Uh, first, it's a tremendous honor to be part of this and to be part of this trend, this positive, positive trend. Uh, and also, uh, Brazil has a great perspective in terms of the long term, in terms of the assets of the middle, the middle class, the poor people to 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 to, to uh, upper class. And we, uh, the, the, our salaries, the, the, the forecast of the salary of the people is is increasing a lot. A lot of Brazilian companies are are really becomes multinational. And so the perspectives are very positive in this way. Do you agree? Because lots of people talk, and indeed Brazil is, 55% of its population now middle class, the rise of the, the middle classes, and Brazil having achieved, if you like, that social equality, or uh, uh, achieving it. Absolutely. I think what a lot of people don't know about Brazil is, you know, we hear about Petrobras and we hear about all these big um, companies, but actually the government is making some fundamental changes in the Brazilian society, particularly in terms of infrastructure and more so education. And um, I think our education levels compared to a lot of the, the developing markets is way above the average, which is something that's very new to us um, in terms of literacy and also you know, people who graduate from, from high school and university. So I think we're going to have a much more educated population in the next 20 years. And you know, as Eduardo said, incomes are rising. So I think that it's really only blue skies. Uh- Blue skies, but what about inflation, rampant inflation? Isn't that, have you got the economy steady or are you doing boom bust? I think that the, the, the trends for the, this is the great problem of Brazil, the great problem of any growing company, uh, growing, growing economy, né? is the inflation, because uh, due to the inflation, it generates some, some increasing prices, some increasing demands, and this, this is natural. Né? What, uh, what we could see in Brazil is that the government, the state, is trying to make some very severe actions in order to control this, this inflation and also the interest rate. They, they, they are decreasing the interest in order to, 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 to provide more competitiveness. Uh, in the same way, the, the tax, né? Our, our income tax, our, our tax system is very, very complex. It's probably one of the most pro- complex in the world. And we, in the next year, we will vote a, a new legislation. And we, we are trying to, 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 to put a kind of VAT. Uh, tax, uh, which replaces a very complex system that we have, and uh, uh, that's something that I think that that's the way of how we are we are we are viewing this. And the Brazilian markets—is it all domestic, or are you like China and India, trying to reach out and capture those Western markets too? Uh, there are a few brands that are are definitely out there trying to capture the Western markets. So we have. Um, you know, particularly more in the consumer packaged goods, I think beer, for example, is, is a huge one, or even Avianas would be an example of a, of a brand that's going outside. But the, thing, the, demand, the domestic demand is growing at such a fast pace that, as we said today, it's very important to have a strong brand within the country before you try to export it somewhere. I think we will begin to see a lot more Brazilian companies going outside. Having said that, in terms of uh, natural resources and infrastructure, mining, etc., we have very, very big brands that have gone international in the and, last And week. that hasn't been much discussed today, but that raw materials and having the raw materials and not letting them be sort of bought cheaply by others to go into their goods, but perhaps selling your goods to your markets, is that the future? Um, I think what... W- 
is that the future? I think what's happening now is, is there's massive d domestic demand, but also a lot of demand from China mm -hmm. at this point. As, 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 as you know, Brazil has a, is, a, is a very primary industry. They have a, we have mining, we have oil, we have a lot of, and also food. And so there is a lot of place, and also, as Christiana said, né, uh, the development of, of the poor people will generate a great demand. And this great demand will probably be the, the, the source of a lot of good, 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 good uh, domestic products. But if I can classify that, I think that probably 70% of the, the whole growth will, will, will come from, from domestic and 30% from, from export, exportation for, for, for orders markets and so on and so forth. How do you compare with China and India? Because we heard a lot about R&D in China and India, patents in China and India. It, in, in Brazilian Brazil. terms, are you going to ever rival Google? Are you going to have Brazilian mobile? Do you have it? This can be something for industry. For example, the aircraft industry. We have the Embraer. Embraer is an is a, is a aircraft, uh, aircraft company that provides uh, uh, aircraft for the whole world. And they, they compete against Bombardier, and they have a very important R&D uh, uh, industry. But uh, uh, we cannot compare to China and to India. But we, we, what I think that makes some difference to Brazil is first the, 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 ten, the trend for the, the, the masculine market, and also the new events, for example, the Olympic Games, the, 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 the World Cup, will, have, will be placed in Brazil. And so there will be a lot of investment in infrastructure, a lot of things that I think that can be, can be a little bit different than China and then, than India. Where would you then see the problems coming in terms of Brazil's growth and development? Well, I think, I think all, all the problems will be overcome you know, with, with, educa with education, not just education in terms of what I was speaking about, but you know, government being educated and, and the people being educated. But I think we will, you know, the government's making a lot of efforts now to attract scientists and researchers mm -hmm. to Brazil, and they're actually advertising in places like The Economist and, and offering very high salaries for foreign scientists to come to Brazil and start doing R&D. So I think in the next five to ten years, we're going to see a massive growth in R&D in Brazil. Okay, if I put you on the spot, Eduardo, what's your competitive advantage in Brazil? What is it? I think that we, we, we have a very good uh, natural research, probably the, 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 we have the best in, in terms of food, in terms of uh, oil, in terms of mineral research, I think that we have. Uh, we have a, a, a good and talent qualified uh, Brazilian professionals. As you can see, in a lot of uh, global multinational companies, a lot of Brazilian executives are, are, are appear. Right? And so we are extremely creative, we're extremely open. And so I, I think this kind of thing, and also we are a mix of a lot of people. Right? A lot of, uh, if you look at my face, I'm Japanese descendant. And so uh, we have a lot of people from all over the world. And all of us, we, we very together. And I think this is something that we, we will be very good. And the trend, the, the, the trend for, the, for the, the economy as a whole, the, the, the mask demand, I think that that's, that's something that I would put as... And just finally, to both of you, what message will you take away from that conference? Will you, like Jonathan at Ghana, really, uh, he backed Brazil, didn't he? He thought it was very much underestimated in that race between the Chinese dragon and India. I think the takeaway is, is actually what we can learn from you know, what China is doing in terms of, of technology and R&D. Um, I think India is doing for education. I think they have a very good education system, man. 
but Professor Peter Williamson, his presentation, it was sensational, the speed at which China can innovate and get a product to market. Well, I think the, the mere size of the country and the economies of scales that they can achieve, I don't think that Brazil is, is quite there yet. Okay, but, but a message from Brazil in terms of the BRICS, the, the Western economies, President Ho and President Obama meeting, you're not to be underestimated, and, you know, you are, if you like, to be believed in, because you've already gone through a lot of those social revolutions. It's the rise of your middle class that needs to be watched. I think the, the, the message for this, for this underestimation, is to look at the numbers, right? to look at what we are doing, to look at what, for example, all the, the rest of the, the economy worldwide drop it, and we recover it very fast. We recover it very fast, and probably you grow very, very in a faster way. And so I think that the message is, yes, I think that they are underestimating a little bit in Brazil. Yeah? Uh, and they need, it, they need to look at the, the fundamental, the, the, the fundamental. Our financial system is extremely strong, extremely, if you look at the most valuable brands in Brazil, four of them are banks. And this is not something that is a casualty. It's because they, they structure a very business, a very, very interesting business. Yeah? Uh, and so I think that the message is this. Look at the fundamentals and try to, to see, as Jonathan showed, I think he showed a very good uh, presentation about the trends of Brazil, which is very stable. And it's not, it will not grow like China. It's not, not be like China. But I don't think that we need to be like China. I, don't, I think that we have to have our own speed and, and we need to be very consistent in this way. Consistency, Dina, is that Brazil's selling point? Um, I think that is what we're aiming to do, and I think we're on the right path. I think, just to follow up on what Eduardo said, I think um, having been underestimated has probably been a blessing for Brazil. So that we don't, you know, growth like China is, is a bit scary at times, and I think it brings a little more confidence when, when growth is, is a bit more stable. We will end on that note of optimism. Uh, uh, Christiana Pearson and Eduardo Tomia, thank you very much indeed for talking to the Cambridge Judge Business School podcast series today. Here at the CBAM WPP Distinguished Lecture and Panel, China and the Rise of the BRICS. I've learned so much. Thank you very much. Thank you.